Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson, pastor of Believer's Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and clicking on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. In the Gospel of John, chapter 19, beginning in verse 11, we find Jesus in the middle of his trial first before Pilate and then the Jewish leaders of that day. He had already been beaten, the whole crown of thorns, the purple garment, the humiliation that had gone on. And through all this, Jesus continues to stand and yet Pilate continues to engage him. Now, even though we're in 11, we're going to go back just a bit to pick up for context And we're going to begin in verse 6. It says, When therefore the chief priests and the officers saw him, they shouted, Crucify him, crucify him. And Pilate said to them, Take him yourselves and crucify him, for I find no basis of charge against him. And the Jews answered him, We have a law. And by our law he had to die because he made himself the son of God. When therefore Pilate heard this saying, he was more afraid. He entered into the praetorium again and said to Jesus, Where are you from? But Jesus gave him no answer. Pilate therefore said to him, Aren't you speaking to me? Don't you know that I have the power to release you, the power to crucify you? And then now in verse 11, it says, Jesus answered, You'd have no power at all against me unless it was given to you from above. Therefore, he who delivered me to you has greater sin. So like Pilate, so often I think we tend to believe we are in control. That we are alone the rulers of our lives and destinies. But Jesus here tells Pilate what we all really need to hear, and that is you could have no power at all unless it has been given to you from above. No matter how much we might want to believe it, we might even want to chant it like a mantra, but gang, we are not in control. Life and death have a way of overruling any feeble attempts on our parts to wrestle dominion out of our uh, God's hands. Indeed, it may sometimes take a lifetime for us to come to that reality. Most of us will fight this battle our whole lives, and yet every one of us will finally lose that war in the end. Because we can't stop getting sick. We can't force our economic position. We can't make people love us. Hey, we can't even make people like us. In fact, truth be told, we're not in control of much of anything. The bottom line is that Jesus is the King of Kings, no matter what you decide about him. But where you stand is determined by what you decide about him. Matthew records that Pilate's wife came to him, and because of a dream she had had, she warned him to have nothing to do with this Jesus. And then to make matters worse, Pilate hears off the street that Jesus claimed to be the Son of God. So Pilate would have to no doubt be a little freaked out at this point. And he attempts to fish for a little more information from Jesus by asking where he was from. But Jesus gives him no answer and therefore gives him no satisfaction. Pilate's response was to tell Jesus, or maybe to tell himself for reassurance, that he had the power. Still, Jesus was not impressed. It appears that Jesus did not answer Pilate because Jesus knew the discussion, well, was essentially over. Pilate had hardened his heart, 
He had committed the unpardonable sin. He had rejected Christ. And he had blasphemed the Holy Spirit. Therefore, game over. Verse 12 of our text says, At this Pilate was seeking to release him, but the Jews cried out, saying, If you release this man, you aren't Caesar's friend. Everyone who makes himself a king speaks against Caesar. And when Pilate therefore heard these words, he brought Jesus out and he sat down on the judgment seat at a place called the pavement, but in Hebrew, Gabbatha. Now it was the preparation day of the Passover. Uh, At about the sixth hour, he said to the Jews, Behold your king. And they cried, Away with him, away with him. Crucify him. And Pilate said to him, Shall I crucify your king? And the chief priest answered, We have no king but Caesar. So apparently, the people would hear none of it. And it wasn't because they didn't have the opportunity, but because they too had hardened their hearts, they had refused to hear. Each and every one of us will have that same opportunity and many of us that same reaction. It was clear here that Jesus was not going to cast his pearls before swine as he speaks of in Matthew chapter 7, verse 6. Perhaps we all should take a lesson here. We need to learn to recognize a soft heart as well as one that's closed, as well as one that is a locked door. Let's take note of the scene before us here. As often is the case down through the ages, it was the religious man, albeit without redemption, who led the charge against the true faith and the actual Jesus. They were the ones that were behind the crucifixion of Jesus. Clearly evil can come packaged in a facade of religious overtones and pretty packaging. Pilate proved ultimately to be a rather pathetic individual. He admitted Jesus was innocent, but he lacked the backbone to step up and do the right thing. You know, we tend to look at Pilate as, well, a loser on this account, but perhaps we would do better to ask ourselves if we have stepped up and acted publicly and righteously with Jesus. It's easy to point our finger at someone else. We cannot ignore the apparent presentation here of what appears to be degrees of guilt. You see, the religious folks outside, those that condemned Jesus to death, they, according to the text, were more guilty than even Pilate. Why? Because they knew better. They knew the scriptures. They knew the prophecies, yet they still rejected Christ when he came to them. No, they didn't want this Messiah. They wanted something, well, different. And you know, they still do. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. To learn more about Tim Dodson or Believer's Church, visit jfbelievers.com.